0: It's raining. So I'm just going to open this green umbrella and hopefully stay dry during this walk. Hey, welcome back to another episode of The Walk, Father Roderick here. Still recovering from COVID, week four. And I don't know if I have to spell week W-E-E-K or W-E-A-K, because it's been more the latter than the former. (laughs) This past week, wow! I had no idea that COVID would uh, cause so many lingering problems. Even though I'm no longer um, contagious and definitely the worst is behind me, it's it has it has really surprised me how how much this uh, this illness has cost me in terms of. Um, Stamina. Uh, energy levels. Well, that's about it, actually, now that I think of it. Could have been much worse. I do have a bit of a, a cough that reappears whenever I whenever I try to do too much, especially physically. Um, but all in all, I've heard from people that are having way more lasting... Issues than I have, but the ones that I have that have sur- surprised me because I kind of feel good when I'm not doing much. When I'm just sitting editing at my computer, I'm thinking, "Wow, it feels like normal again, except for a little bit of kind of a feeling of a p- pressure on my chest and sometimes a cough. but it's, it's weird that, that <laughs> it feels normal until you try to do too much, and then all of a sudden... It's as if, you know, have you ever tried uh, driving uh, um, uh, your car while the, the handbrake was still on? That's kind of how it feels. It's like, wait, what's, what's holding me back now all of a sudden? I should be uh, a little less enthusiastic talking because I'm wearing a mask. And it is a little bit more difficult to breathe when I'm, when I'm wearing a mask so i'm getting out of breath could also be because i'm walking um, so anyway <laughs> the uh the day that i realized how uh how bad it was was uh this was it thursday i think it was thursday yes um we were supposed to uh remove the the remaining stuff from the the old offices ...that we held, because on November 1st uh, our renting contract is uh, stopping. And so uh, the, the apartment or the, the, the spaces need to be completely clean and empty. And so I, I asked for some help from Hank and from Inge... Uh, ...so that we could uh, just focus on that task... And there wasn't that much to do, but it's still, it's always more than you think. There was still some curtains hanging there, and some... Let me just cross the road here. There's a train passing by, but it's easier for me to be on the left side. Oh, this guy is driving his car backwards, not paying attention. This is also the parking lot of the local Chinese restaurant. <laughs> or takeaway now, because it's... Uh, the, uh, the restaurants are all closed in the Netherlands because of the virus um, I think I can cross now so there were some curtains there was uh, a, a lot of uh, uh, furniture in the garage furniture that we got for free from uh, an office elsewhere in the city and when we were still planning on on uh, growing the company in the old location uh, w- w- actually we didn't have much furniture there so that's why we were very glad that we had some of that office sp- uh, stuff but once we knew that we were not going to stay there <laughs> and that basically Tridia would be a at least for now a work from home enterprise there there was no use for all that furniture anymore so had uh, to make sure that the final desks and and cupboards etc were all uh available on the on ground level and we put them all in the garage box. So um the recycling store can uh, pick them up uh this next Wednesday. Anyway, we I think I think I spent about 4 hours uh And I was completely wiped out. Uh, So I've always been a staircase runner. Uh, In a certain way, I I like stairs because I'm good at stairs. I don't know what it is. Always, every day, of course, I live on the ground level and then the first floor or second floor, depending on on, on your uh, local designation of those floors. And I always forget stuff. So my glasses, my phone, etc. So I must run up and down the stairs every day. I don't know, at least 40, 50 times. Uh, So I'm used to it. But uh, since I've had COVID, I haven't had the need to go up and down the stairs. Wow, look at that sky. Whoa, I got to stop here a second. Hold on, there's this open space between two houses and I can see... Like, it's raining now, so above me it is dark gray, but on the horizon, the skies are blue, the sun is setting, the moon is li- literally half a wheel of cheese. And then you've got these nice clouds that are lit with a purple light, purple-orange light on the right, and then blue on the, on the left side of those. Oh, beautiful. These are skies that you want to have on camera (laughs) but I'm not doing any filming but wow looks beautiful anyway uh, so I had to run up and down the stairs at the office multiple times and sometimes even to the basement because we were uh, taking apart some Ikea furniture and so we needed all sorts of different screwdrivers and whatnot and those were in the basement and then I had to go one two two well two flights of stairs up and then i had to just stop and hold something because i would just be dizzy from just two stairs it's crazy i've never had something like that before and also hours afterwards my heart rate was still hovering between 80 and 90 beats per minute which is insanely high for me (laughs) and uh the i slept as if i'd run a marathon and today i've been wiped out for the entire day there was even a moment around four o'clock that i just went to bed and uh, dozed off for an hour and i haven't done that for two weeks now so it just goes to show how much I, I'm still not recovered and I still need to allow myself time to get well. Not being infectious is not the same as not being sick anymore. And uh, for me the challenge is to look at this entire um, phase of my life or this, this recovery process um, with, with a positive view. Of course it sucks to have had covid of course it's not fun to not being able to run and still being out of breath so, so quickly but look at the upsides this is a time for me to to value my life despite the fact that I'm not very productive um, which is for a workaholic like I am it's not, not obvious I, I take a lot of value from from being productive from making TV shows and podcasts and uh, telling stories and connecting and reaching out to a YouTube audience etc but for a lot of these things I just don't have the energy and uh, the health the required health so there are days that I literally just like this day I don't do anything. I'm just sitting at my desk... uh, ...making uh, (laughs) resolutions like... ...oh, I could do this, you could do that... ...and then I'm already tired from thinking. And yet... ...this is is not a problem. I do... uh, ...what I can. And I'm actually, I think... ...allowing myself to learn... ...to trust... The process just trust the fact that, uh, that my, my greatest the, the greatest thing that I can do right now is invest in uh, in this recovery and investing that sounds like something you have to do actively but it's actually something passive I have to let the disease run its course and get as much rest as I can and need it's not always like this so that's also something that i've become much more aware of than normal is to follow the overall energy uh uh how you say that waves almost like there are days that i feel good and then i work like on tuesday was it no it was wednesday on Wednesday, I edited another episode of the TV show in one day. I mean, that's insanely productive. There, This is... And and I felt good. And yes, it was a little bit too much for one day. But the day before, I had one of those uh, days where I, I just was so tired. And instead of panicking, instead of stressing, instead of worrying, oh my gosh, I should have outsource this and I was like no I I trust myself I know what I'm doing I'm just gonna take it easy it's Tuesday and we're gonna just fix it on Wednesday maybe I'll have to work a few hours more than normal but all in all I think I I worked about 12 hours I think on the edit but that is still a massive uh gain compared to the amount of time that i would normally put into these uh these edits so and plus it was a very enjoyable thing to do it's one of the things that i most underestimated when when i talked a couple of weeks ago with uh cliff When i was uh when he was asking me so what are your plans i think i said i i want to film all the episodes and be done with it, etc. And he et says, but that's not realistic. You're going to sacrifice everything you hold dear, including your health, for what? So why don't you just commit to producing four episodes or three? I don't even know. Just do one per week. I was like, but, 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 but I want to get it. sober over with. I, I want to have more time for other projects. And... <laughs> ultimately ended up committing to these you know four episodes in a month and nothing more and you know what what that has done to me is that i i enjoy every single one of these shows i enjoy every step of the process i love connecting to people with interesting stories i love the filming itself even the editing even though it's hard work but I, I enjoy seeing the story come together, adding the music, um, working super efficiently. Just there, I just get such a kick out of, out of the flow of the production. And that every episode is, kind of feels the same and, and takes the exact amount of time as the previous one, which means there are no surprises. I don't get stuck anymore in editing like I used to so often in the past. So, even though I, even though I do much, much less than previous years, what I do, I do it with joy and it, it is personally very satisfying and also seeing how much I gain from not overdoing it, not piling up the work, not stressing out, Uh, the more I learn that what I do is 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 enough it gives me the joy that I'm always looking for and maybe one of my biggest issues has always been wanting too much overcompensating for uh, probably lack of feeling validated or uncertainty now what I do makes me proud but I can also enjoy not working. And just like today, telling myself, it's fine. You're recovering, you're not better yet. So don't sweat it, just do what you do. Follow your, your energy levels. If I feel like it, I will record a, an episode of the walk because at the end of the day, I have a bit more energy again and it is very well possible that after i'm back home i'll crash completely and tomorrow will i will be tired again not a problem uh the other thing is i've um i've got some wise people at the parish uh one of who is the lady who makes the schedule for masses and so she looks at the available pastors and then uh, decides who to put where, and of course, because of COVID, everything has uh, has completely been turned upside down. But uh, her husband also was was uh, struck with COVID at right around the same time as I was. So she called me up the other day and, and said, "You know what? I've decided to still give you a weekend off." I really want you to take your time to recover. And then for the next couple of weeks, I think we need to build it up slowly. Because I know you. <laughs> you're you are just like my husband. Always uh, wanting to do more than you should. Uh, literally, she literally used the term workaholic. You're a workaholic. And... Uh, and that's not wise. Just take it easy. No one benefits from you overdoing it and then uh, getting uh, getting all these long-lasting negative side effects because you didn't take your, your time to recover. So the next couple of weeks, I'm only going to have one mass on Sunday, and uh, and at the beginning that felt weird it's like well but if i can do one mass you know with a little bit of effort i can do two but it's that little bit of effort that i never really think think through and so once someone else kind of takes the lead and says you know we're gonna build up slowly it's like it's not exactly comparable but it's like when your doctor tells you uh no physical exercise no running just short walks and that's that's good enough you kind of trust it and in this case also even though i would love everything to be back to normal right away and i would love to be uh helping all the parish locations as soon as i'm i'm able to having someone else tell me we're gonna do we're gonna build this up slowly it is comforting and it helps me to let go of that inner voice that says but you could do maybe you could do more maybe you don't know you haven't tried and i was like well you know what i'm still here that is something to be glad for i survived covid and uh i'm gonna be better but it may take a another month and seriously i'm not kidding this may take another month uh four to six weeks I've been told so in the meantime I should just be happy with what I can do happy with these days that I have energy to be productive and then when I'm not that's fine too because my value does not depend on the amount of work that I accomplish and maybe this is for me a good time to unlearn this behavior that I probably inherited from both my parents both hard workers especially my dad very very much a workaholic Uh, maybe I should just uh, calm down and uh, wow this uh, fountain is a little bit constipated (laughs) you hear that? this is supposed to be a big fountain and instead it's this like like vomiting Okay, maybe not the best analogy when you're sick. All right, speaking of which, sometimes I have these weird, what is this? Monday to Saturday, we close at eight. Okay, so I'm here at the this big supermarket, I'm gonna pick up my to-go-to-go uh, to-go bag. I've been cooking healthy since the beginning of COVID. It's weird. And this seems to be an international trend. people are coming in from uh, the parking garage. That's what you hear. Uh, What was I saying? So this seems to be an international trend that people snack less and also cook more at home because of COVID. And so all in all, people are getting healthier during this time. Isn't that weird? I definitely, have eaten a ton of veggies and so much fruit. Actually <laughs> way too, too much fruit in the house now and it's all going bad at the same time. So I'm trying to figure out how to process some of that stuff before it, uh, it turns bad, especially bananas, you know? Like they're for two weeks, they're green. And then within two hours, all of a sudden they're like dark brown. <laughs> I'm <laughs> mushy okay let's see I don't need a cart I'll just take my phone and see if they can help me uh, so the situation in the Netherlands is, uh, is, is dire just like I mentioned in previous episodes I think today we have more than 10,000 infections in one day 10,000 that is only a thousand less than Germany but Germany is like five times as big as the Netherlands so I I wouldn't be surprised if we're heading for a for a total lockdown at least for you know two weeks just to uh, to to bend the curve or flatten the curve we need to do something drastic at the same time Uh, of course the The government is is hesitating because they say uh well you know we've it's only been 10 days since we announced the stricter rules um that's not enough to measure the effect so they're between a rock and a hard place now should we uh scale it up and go into total lockdown which of course will also cause a lot of problems for people uh and for the economy but also there's more and i'm actually glad about that there's much more attention to psychological impact of the uh, of the pandemic and how it isolates people and um i've heard especially younger people are very uh stressed out by the situation which kind of surprised me because i always think that younger people are more i don't know rebound quicker than we do but apparently there's a lot of loneliness and and depression among younger people because they don't well they're not used to they haven't dealt with situations like this not that i as an old guy have 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 experience i don't but i can still kind of feel like i've got a little, a little bit more patience more stamina we'll get through this I've, I've gone through a lot and so this too shall pass i so i'm a little bit more able maybe to relativize the situation let me see if I can collect my uh, my magic box. Let's see. All the stores close at eight because of uh, an alcohol prohibition. So you can't buy any alcohol or consume it outside uh, after after uh, uh, eight p.m. Oh, now she's walking away. So. So, a lot of uh, supermarkets have decided to close early. Normally, this store would probably close at nine, but they, they don 't want to get all the you know, the drama of people trying to buy a bottle of wine like five minutes after eight and then you know, people are very much on edge uh, during the pandemic, and there have been a lot of issues all over the country of, of verbal and sometimes even physical violence from normal people. Against people working in service. Like, I don't know, people in, working in supermarkets, but also uh, police officers and people working uh, um, in um, public transport. It's so kind of frightening how this situation messes, our, messes with us. Yeah. Hello, it's comes for the good to go. Uh, yeah, I'll and swipe Yeah. eentje? Eentje, yeah. okay thank you all right oh i could choose i like that let's see what they have one has shrimp the other one has i don't know what protein veggies also shrimp oh they all have kind of the same this one has yogurt this one has eggs i need eggs i'm gonna take the one with the eggs okay very good Nice. Yeah. Even though maybe not a good idea to take the eggs. What? What else does it have? Oh, it's got a lot of uh, kind of more luxury stuff. Egg, shrimp, uh, cauliflower rice. Oh well. I guess they just had a surplus of shrimp <laughs> too two boxes of uh, shrimp but usually shrimp is pretty expensive so that'll go well in my uh in my walk i'm (laughs) w-o-k-o-k so it works well when you have veggies and maybe some rice or uh or uh noodles just add shrimp instead of uh, meat actually I never like when I have to choose because I I immediately I don't know why but buyers regret kicks in like maybe I should have taken the other bag because it had I don't even know what it had (laughs) but seriously I'm out of eggs so eggs are always useful all right Tomorrow, I'm going to make pancakes. Oh, that's... Is it raining? No, it's not raining anymore. Good. That's another thing that I'm discovering uh, during this pandemic. It is... uh, How important it is to take good care of yourself and and also to... um, to to sometimes kind of spoil yourself a little bit I don't know how to say it but life is not is not necessarily always has to be this uh, this valley of tears and suffering (laughs) when when life is tough and when you are in a situation where you'd rather not be sometimes you know make pancakes in the morning do something that you enjoy you normally wouldn't do and see if that can brighten your mood why not we're kind of simple beings anyway and look at the little things that can make your life better and also think of stuff that can help other people Uh, I have to say I learn a lot from Inge who's very good at at uh, coming up with all these baking ideas and Hank and I are both uh, both still recovering, and then she shows up with uh, like a piece of apple pie or muffins or stuff like that. And uh, it's these little things. It's it's it, of course not not the food that it, that is important, but just the thought that someone is supporting you, even though it's through you know uh, cake and other stuff is uh, is really. Uh, encouraging and and at the same time I'm like wow I need an oven because I want to do something back uh, and that probably is also again my Chinese uh, education that kicks in like someone does something for you, you have to do something for that person preferably as soon as possible but of course my mind knows that that is that is not the case Uh, because a transactional society is one of the worst ones that you can live in (laughs) but uh, taking good care of yourself, uh, giving yourself some time it's all about um, the, the, the core commandment you know, love your ...love God above everything... ...love your neighbor as you love yourself... ...as you love yourself... ...like giving yourself... Uh, ...or... ...how'd you say that... ...caring for yourself... ...the way you would care for someone else... ...that is... ...that is something super vital... ...and uh, for me... ...like... T- ...waking up tomorrow morning... ...I'm already looking forward to it... ...and telling myself... I'm going to make pancakes. I'm going to use the famous Dutch chocolate flakes on the pancake. <laughs> and I'll make another one with bacon and cheese and, and uh, maple syrup. I still have a flask of Canadian maple syrup. I was just going to use it tomorrow. Uh, I was saving it for a special occasion. But my birthday is still <laughs> months and months ahead of me. So why not you know, make tomorrow morning extra special. <sighs> giving myself time to read a book. That's another thing, now that I'm uh, having a bit more more time. Um, I, I just allow myself to sit down and read some science fiction. Again, uh, <laughs> giving myself permission not to plow through the fantasy series of Wheel of Time that I was reading because I've just had a bit of an overdose in in fantasy and I like science fiction as well so I I gifted myself today Greg Bear's trilogy uh, the Eon trilogy I think it's called I'm not sure, I hear it's very good and so I'm just going to read some science fiction and I don't have to worry about wasting time on that because i have no strength to do anything else <clears throat> so why not just do something fun it's uh it's a good training time for me this to live guilt-free <laughs> and to just allow myself things that i would wish unto someone else I think that's that's probably the the key to following that commandment. Think of yourself as as being your neighbor. <laughs> what would you wish for someone else? Hey, I I I wish you can all have pancakes tomorrow morning or crepes I, sh- I should say crepes. <clears throat> I all wish we you could enjoy an Italian gelato. <laughs> so, next time I'm in Rome I'm going to grant myself a gelato because I would wish it to, to you as well uh, Rome, I don't think I'm going to go there anytime soon uh, the entire the entirety of Europe is currently facing an imminent lockdown I'm very worried about the situation in our neighbouring country, Belgium where they spike even worse than we do but also in Italy situation is getting really scary spain is almost in lockdown Uh, at least various regions are in total lockdown madrid is in lockdown they recently reopened the camino for many uh albergs that was what they needed to kind of make it uh until the end of the of the year because of course the influx of pilgrims has been extremely small because of covid and now just a few weeks after they reopened everything they're closing the entire region again so no more no more pilgrimages no it's not allowed to uh to open your hostel it's uh it's so sad but is the only it's the only way we have to kind of get by until we have that vaccine that may still take half a year. And in the meantime, what good is it to complain about what you miss and what you can't do? And how, uh, you know, what, what, what good would it do for me to complain about <clears throat> this uh, coronavirus completely derailing what I plan to do these months? It doesn't make sense. I just have to be patient. And what is the difference between one week or one month? Just a little extra patience. And what I try to do is give myself these little moments of happiness in the form of pancakes, in the form of a good book or a a movie. Not always a good movie, by the way. I watched Terminator Dark Fate yesterday. Wow, that was bad. But... I still enjoyed watching a movie. <laughs> and uh, g- give yourself small goals instead of uh, focusing on, on big stuff that, that you can't realize in the current situation anyway. <clears throat> so I'm trying to make things small and to get my, my, my joy from doing the things that I do that I can do to do them very well and to enjoy the process and not overthinking it too much and it, it's really weird especially I notice it especially with uh, in, in the editing how much that also re- kind of relaxes me uh, knowing that I, I don't have to perform at 100% um, as, as long as I have an episode that's already way more than I thought I could do when I when I got infected. So uh, for some reason, this kind of lowering the expectations for myself gives me more freedom to edit, to just go with flow. And I think the end result is actually better, maybe, than when I'm constantly working under stress and uh, working against the clock. Now I'm just like, hey, I'll, I'll work until. You know, I think yesterday, what was it? Wednesday. Um, I kind of finished uploading the whole thing at midnight. That's late. But the next day I knew that I had nothing on my schedule. Uh, there's there's no work, so I can just sleep in. Which makes it much less of a a problem. This is the kind of attitude that I hope to 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 uh hold on to even after uh this this time is is gone just to keep that uh to focus more on the joy of doing things well and to do what what I can do but not trying to reach the impossible look at these people dancing at home <laughs> this typically Dutch the they never close the curtains so there's this living room and uh, two kids are dancing there I think they're dancing in front of the television <laughs> funny or maybe they're recording a TikTok video who knows okay the local youth is trying out their engines <laughs> I'm getting a little bit tired now I'm almost home. You see, this is a short walk. What time is it right now? Ugh. Oh, it's still uh, 40, uh, 38 minutes. It's not that long. But it feels like I've been working, working out and running for an hour. <laughs> so, that was uh, what I wanted to share with you. And I, uh, I will see if I have some energy left uh, probably tomorrow to to record uh, the other two podcasts. And if not, oh well. (laughs) It will come. But I, I, I think so because with podcasting it's the same thing. The reason that I'm recording the walk is just because I enjoy sharing what I'm going through with you. And even though there's nothing special, there's no big revelations or whatever, or insights. But I I just enjoy uh, staying in touch with my community and with you. And hopefully that feeling is mutual. (laughs) If not, (laughs) you can always discard these episodes. But uh, I I just follow... uh, I, I try to follow what my well my energy I want to say it nicely but I can't (laughs) hello so I just do what I feel like doing and uh, and hopefully that's enough well actually I shouldn't say hopefully that's almost as if I'm apologizing I'm sure that, that that's enough so thanks for listening uh check out the rest of my stuff. Is it already Mandalorian time? No, I think that's next week. So I still have a week, another week to get some extra energy, because that's definitely something I hope I can do, is to do uh, commentary on the Mandalorian. I, I briefly thought about doing something about with Star Trek, a discovery, but uh, I don't think that my community is enough into star trek i know there are exceptions but most people are are probably more interested in my star wars commentary than and uh, you know that's kind of where i have a little bit more expertise than than in star trek but i do enjoy star trek discovery which reminds me there's a new episode today can't wait to see it all right i should stop talking because (laughs) You can probably hear me uh, struggle to breathe. Thanks for listening and talk to you soon. God bless.